Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another episode of 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. For this week's episode, I want to expand a little bit on a story that I shared some of over on Instagram yesterday. Wednesday night was absolutely beautiful in New York. The weather was perfect. I was wearing a sweater and leggings, and I just left Pilates. It was around 7.15, and I wasn't in a rush necessarily to get home, so I decided to meander and walk around Soho. And I make a left onto Prince Street, and I see a bunch of guys like hyping each other up in the middle of the street, like the physical middle of the street. And I look closer and notice that there's a photographer taking their picture. And this isn't just like a regular group of guys. This is a group of UPS men, employees. (laughs) And I laugh and smile at them as I continue on my way. I'm like walking to the right of them on the sidewalk under some scaffolding. And the photographer and all of the guys in unison are like, get in the photo, get in the photo. And of course, in my head, I'm like, I don't know where this photo is going to end up. Like, I don't know if this is a photo that I want to be in, but they were so happy and so inviting. And I was like, whatever, fine. So I walk into the middle of the street with them. We take this great photo. It's on my Instagram if you want to see it. And I kind of am like, all right, well, maybe that's that. But the group of men in UPS garb are all like, you need to ask the photographer what he does. Turns out the photographer is a guy named Luke. He has the Instagram account Beautiful Souls in NYC. And he is both a like street performer, trick shot kind of guy, and also a really excellent photographer. And so he's showing me his page. And then the UPS guys are also talking to me about their experience working during the pandemic. So when the streets were completely desolate and they were delivering packages and all of this Amazon stuff and also the vaccine. And they knew that they had to show up because people really needed all this stuff. And I'm just sitting here thinking about how funny it is that I was just having another normal, quote unquote, New York day. And in fact, I was kind of in my feelings about all the news surrounding Liza Fletcher. And I stopped and I looked up And I saw this genuine, happy, beautiful interaction. And I took part in it. And I walked away from this great group of men feeling so content and happy and kind and wanting to pay it forward, right? This street photographer, Luke, usually sells the pictures that he takes. And of course, to thank these men for everything they've done, he was sending them the photos and sent me the photos. And I just loved that all of these men were so positive and so friendly. And I realized as I was walking to the train, like I was smiling, right? And not one, not two, not three, four different people, like if I caught eye contact with them, said hi or waved at me as I was moving. And it reminded me of that saying, like, if you want love, then be love. If you want kindness, then embrace kindness, then embody kindness. Like you get back what you put into the world. And so I was reminded to make that conscious choice to show up 
and be the energy that I want to receive. Be the light that maybe other people need and know that if I choose that path, then I can expect that that same good energy is going to come back in my direction. It was truly like one of those magical, beautiful New York moments, something that definitely goes maybe, let's say my top five since moving here. And again, a really beautiful reminder that you get what you put out into the world. And I choose to put out positivity. I choose to put out kindness. I choose to bring my smile. And you can too. My prompt for you this week, what do you want? What do you want to receive from the world? And are you doing your part to give that back in return? What do you want to receive from the world? And are you doing your part to get that in return? And now, a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Addie from Chicago. I love following your podcast and following you on social media. You always seem like you have so many irons in the fire and are incredibly efficient at getting things done. Can you share how you are so productive? How do you go about planning your to-do list each day while balancing long-term goals, both personally and professionally? Are there any certain technologies that you use? Are you more of a pen and paper kind of gal? And how do you go about optimizing your schedule and energy? Thank you so much for putting out so much great content. What's going on, Addie? You know why I love this listener question from you? (laughs) Because it is clearly very well thought out. It was probably written out in front of you. So I appreciate you for taking the time to make such great content so that I can come here and give you an answer. I appreciate your compliments as well. Uh, You know, sometimes I definitely feel like I have more irons in the fire than others. I am one of those people that's really content that we're all kind of in this mindset that it's time to get back to work because I am ready to work and I am ready for what lies ahead. I listened to a really great podcast today with Ashley Graham and Jay Shetty. It's from 2019. I'll link it in the show notes. But in it, Ashley says something that really resonated with me. It's like, you think you work hard now. Just wait until you get to the top when you have to work even harder to stay there. And so it's funny to me because I think about how hard I feel as though I'm working now and understand that I have so much more to do and it's only going to be hotter from here with all of those irons in the fire. Anyway, I digress. Tools, tricks, how I make my to-do lists. I would say that depending on the day, the to-do list is either a shorter list of four to five items that I know are attainable for me. So I'm not one to make a massive to-do list of 10 to 12 items, knowing that I'm going to feel really overwhelmed if I stare at it. Rather, my hot tip for a great to-do list is one that is actually attainable, one that you know is within your bandwidth to execute during the day, which may involve a little bit of prioritization on your part. Also, depending on how hectic the day is, I will choose to give certain tasks a time period. I've talked about this on the show before, but by doing this, you may be surprised just how long something actually takes you to do versus 
if you were to give that a time limit at all. By now, a lot of the things that I do are things that I've done in some sort of capacity before, whether it is writing an article, recording a podcast, recording an intro, doing an edit, etc. So I have a pretty good idea of how long those tasks take. I'm sure that you have a rough idea of what may take certain amounts of time when it comes to your schedule. So try it, right? And learn. And this way, you may also find out how much time you're wasting doing things that aren't exactly important, aka scrolling or TikToking or who knows what. I am a pen and paper kind of gal, although I do have appointments on a Google calendar and I will write down those in the scheduling format so I know what's on deck aside from the work that I have to do on my own time for the day. And the last thing I'll touch on is how do I balance it all when it comes to my personal and professional goals? And really, it's prioritizing both, right? Like, yes, I treat my work week like the work week. Monday to Friday is my time, like many of you listening to this, to make things happen. But I also recognize that most of my Sundays end up being a work day in some capacity. So I don't necessarily have parameters as to when I can do certain things. I might decide that the best time for me to, I'm staring at my nails right now, go get a manicure is on Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. to noon, right? Because I know that Sunday, when otherwise I might do something like that, I am probably going to be at my desk editing, producing, doing something with the show. I'm really big at taking a look at my schedule for the week at the very front end of the week on Sunday so I know what's coming down the pipe where I may be able to slot in certain priorities or action items. And again, sometimes those action items are work-related. Sometimes they're not. I have chosen this lifestyle as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, someone who works for myself because I feel like it suits me and my personality type and enables me to go after the things that are important to me and prioritize the things that are important to me. I say that knowing and recognizing that maybe not everyone would feel comfortable with this kind of flexibility and need for self-reliance. You've got to know you and you've got to do you. And that's at the end of the day, how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself, how you feel about what you're getting after when you're getting after it. That is uh, that's what's most important. I will say I love answering questions about what entrepreneurship looks like for me, as well as all of your questions. So keep sending them in. If you have a listener question, there's a link in the show notes for you to ask one yourself. That's it for now. Thanks again for checking in, for being a hurdler. It means the world. Over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast on social, another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 